Meanwhile, in Gaza itself, fighting has intensified as the Israeli army continues to push into the city of Khan Yunus, where tens of thousands of people have been sheltering. In one of his strongest moves yet, the UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has invoked Article 99 of the UN Charter to push the Security Council to call for a humanitarian ceasefire, stressing the war is causing a catastrophe that Gaza may never recover from. Save the Children's Country director Jason Lee is in Rafa in Gaza and he told me nowhere is safe. Look, there's a military incursion that's taking place and it's been intensifying. The ground troops that are circling Kanunis and the population there have been told to move again. And many of those were from the north that actually moved to Kanunis because they they were told that they would be safe um, and they're not. There really is nowhere that is safe in, in Gaza right now. How distressing is it for those people that have been moved around and made homeless again? Look, families are now facing the really awful choice. Do they stay and risk being killed or injured by the airstrikes, by the fighting? Or do they move their families when they're still fighting and move them to a location that cannot accommodate them? There's no basic services like enough toilets, enough food or water, and their kids will face either starving to death, dehydrating, facing dehydration, or succumbing to one of the many diseases, the communicable diseases that are spreading now because of the severe overcrowding that's taking place. I can't imagine any child, any parent being forced to make that decision. Is any aid able to get through? It's not enough. It's definitely not enough. I mean, before October 7, there were on average four to 500 trucks a day coming in, just commercial trucks. The few hundred trucks that we're getting in now, it's not enough. Not only that, we don't have enough supplies, but we, we have restricted movement. Humanitarians cannot move when there's active fighting and airstrikes. We cannot get to areas of Kanyunis that desperately need assistance. We can't get to air, to Gaza City. We can't get to areas in the north as well. We don't have enough goods, we don't have movement, and we don't have, have enough personnel to come in to actually do the work that we need to do to save lives. The World Health Organization has been told to evacuate their warehouse. And- what does that mean, do you think, and have you ever been asked to evacuate your facilities? Yeah, all of us were asked to move. Um, our offices are all in Gaza City, and we were told, we've given 24 hours to leave. Um, all of my teams have also been displaced, along with the 1.9 million people that are currently homeless. 1.9 million people, that's... I think about 85% of the population of Gaza. They were told to move in the middle of the night, barely enough time to take their belongings, to make the perilous journey down south without knowing where they would go, to to buildings to find refuge in schools, in hospitals, wherever they could. There is just not enough supplies, not enough food, not enough water, not enough medicines. 
is is just a humanitarian catastrophe and we see the civilian casualties and death toll that reflects this and kids are always disproportionately more impacted by conflict I understand that the Israeli Defence Force has been dropping leaflets to show areas that it is safe. But is, safe is a relative term in these times. Is anywhere safe? Absolutely. There is nowhere that is safe in Gaza right now. People in Khan Yunus were told to move to Khan Yunus because they would be safe. And... People and civilians are not pieces on a chessboard that you move around to satisfy military objectives. It is completely against humanitarian law. It is completely against the global rules-based order that was put in place to stop the very violations that we're now witnessing. It is also inconceivable that children and their families are told to move to places that cannot accommodate them. Physically, there's not enough space to fit all these people. Rafa was a small town of about 280,000 people before October 7th. It is now expected to host about 800,000 to 1 million people without the infrastructure, without the space required to keep those people alive. This is a question for you personally. How are you coping with being in the middle of all of this? I, it's a difficult question because I try and focus every day on just what needs to be done, the little that we can do. Um, I worry constantly about my teams. I worry about the entire population of Gaza, and I also worry about what is going to be left, what future, what hope do we possibly give to the 1.1 million children that are here and going through this right now? How do we keep them alive? How do we support them so that when this is over, they can rebuild their lives? And I can ask, do I believe that a ceasefire is possible and I have to believe this because this is the thing that keeps me going, the, the belief and the hope that we can make a difference. We can stop this humanitarian catastrophe, but it is impossible right now. The conditions in Gaza do not allow humanitarians to do our job. It does not allow for civilians to be safe. It does not allow for kids to actually have any hope for a future. This is really why it's critical that there must be a definitive ceasefire. You are in a conflict zone and you would have seen horrible things every day. Is there a moment that, that sticks with you the most that you can tell me about? I was in Kanyunis training center um, before the pause, uh, during the during the pause, and I was there visiting, looking and seeing what do we need to do, um, and and this and also visiting my team members who are sheltering in that shelter. And what struck me there was this family, 
that were there with a, a, a baby. I, I'm not sure how old, it was a few months old, maybe six months. And they were desperately looking for milk because the mother of that child, that baby had been killed, buried under the rubble. And they were frantic trying to find milk to keep this baby alive that hadn't eaten, or hadn't drunk any milk in one day. That stuck with me to show me the desperation. This is what this conflict is doing to civilian population. Again, disproportionately affecting women and children. Seven out of 10 of the injuries and death has been a woman or a child. This is the impact of, unfortunately, the silence of the global community in not enforcing international humanitarian law. All parties to this conflict have obligations that they must meet. These, these are not things that they choose when they want to do it, when they would like to do it, or when it's at convenience to, to do so. But these are obligations that must be met in the protection of civilians, especially the most vulnerable. Just lastly, people are, were sent to Khan Yunus for safety, and now it is no longer safe. What or where are they able to go and where are you seeing them leave to? I'm seeing them move to Rafa. Now, there are many people that are still staying in Kanyunas because they just cannot move. Um, there is nowhere to move to. There are many people moving to south to Rafa, but again, it is crowded. When I look at the streets of Rafa now, I see tents popping up everywhere because the shelters are full. They cannot take any more people. I see tents being put up at the side of the road in the median strip in the middle of the road. Civilians are putting up, people are putting up wooden structures, um, whatever tarps they can find just to, to find some shelter. But it doesn't solve the problem. There's no infrastructure here to support that many people coming down south. Civilians, people have taken to open defecation because there's no toilets. The queues for whatever food is left, people are queuing for hours to try and find food. Water is a scarcity as well. The hospitals are overcrowded. There is absolutely no way to meet the needs of the kids, their families that have been injured during the, the journey south. That's Save the Children's Country Director Jason Lee, who is in Rafa in Gaza.